Welcome to Delisted's Oscar Special. I am Barbara Wawa. And I'm Juliana Rancic. <laughs> Juliana Rancic. That's her name. You could have at least picked, like, Joan Rivers. I don't know. I can't. I don't want to compare myself to someone that good. That's why I picked Juliana Rancic. Okay, I'm going to pick Barbara Walla. And Barbara Walters is going to be shook over our Oscar special. You never know what will happen Oscar night when Barbara presents Academy Award winner Sophia Loren, nominee Jeremy Irons, Oscar hopeful Whoopi Goldberg, and the Ninja Turtles. Do you know who your parents were? So we're going to talk about the Oscars because I'm sure you're not sick of it after watching all 13 hours of it and then hearing your coworkers and everybody else go on and on about it. So now you get to hear us go on about it mm-hmm. two days later. Yeah, this is like hour 22 of Oscar coverage. No, it's, tw- it's hour like 24. <laughs> yeah, it's probably still going on. Mm-hmm. But let's start with our predictions. Mm-hmm. So on the last episode, Allison and I predicted the winners of 12 categories. Yeah. And I will say this, Michael. Normally our predictions are not good, but... Your predictions were great this year. I didn't... Yeah, I didn't do bad. How did you do? I did okay. There were a couple ones where I was like, oh, I should have picked that one. But like, I think in general, you did really well. Like, you Well, should... how many did you get wrong oh, out of 12? How many did I get wrong? I think I got four wrong. Four? Five wrong. No, you didn't get five wrong. Oh, you mean like I got more wrong than that? No, I think you probably got... Okay, so best animated feature you got wrong i got that one wrong yeah best director you got it wrong right yes i got that one wrong best picture you got wrong yep that's it right um yes i can't find three yeah well three i feel like i got one more wrong than that I got two wrong. I got documentary wrong. I said Honeyland. You said American Factory, which one? I knew it was going to be American Factory. Best director, I guessed Sam Mendes and Bong Joon Ho won. Mm hmm. But you got Best Picture. Yeah, I got Best Picture. And oh, yeah, you didn't get Best Picture. No, I think, so, yeah, you, so, I think you manifested that the secret style. I hope so. Mm-hmm. So I won. What do I get? Um, a round of applause and. The respect of all of our listeners. Uh, can I get a gift receipt for that? Yeah. Do you want something from Amazon instead? <laughs> yeah, I would like something from Amazon. Okay. <laughs> I'll get you a squatty potty. <laughs> okay, so Bong Joon-ho mm-hmm. was the belle of the ball. He's adorable. He swept it all up. Yeah, him and that magnificent fluff ball of hair. Mm-hmm. They owned the Oscars together. So he won four Oscars. One for Best Foreign Film, one for Best Original Screenplay, one for Best Director, and Best Picture. So he tied the record for most wins for one person, mm-hmm. which was uh, set by Walt Disney in 1953. He won four Oscars for, like, you know, documentary short. I don't know. Oh things like gosh. that. So that, he won four. That surprises me. I thought that was, like, James Cameron or something had done that. but Yeah, it was Walt Disney... And of course, Parasite is the first foreign language film to win Best Picture. So what I really, really, really love about Parasite's sweep is that Bong Joon-ho, he talked shit about the Oscars. He did. And he he was like saying stuff like, I just want award season to be over so I can go home. Yeah. And like, so last year, 
he during an interview with mm-hmm. Vulture, he said that the Oscars don't really matter to him mm-hmm. and they're not an international film festival. They're very local. Yeah, he, he was like, he's like, the Oscars are basically Channel 10. <laughs> Channel 10 they're at midnight. Public access. Public yeah. access. Well, it's funny because it's true. Like, they are very Hollywood. It's true. Like, I mean, we joke about them being local, but they're really local. Yeah, there's not, like, a lot of international nominees. No, like, and all of the ones that are nominated, it's not like they're all movies that went and, like, swept Cannes or swept Venice or, you know, swept the Berlinale. What's the one with the bear? The Berlin Film Festival. Yeah, the Berlin Film Festival, yeah. So it's ones like... yeah, it's it's just it's like a Hollywood thing. It's like it's he, local. It's yeah, Hollywood and he, high. And he had a translator with him for all of his speeches. She's and I so bet great. You, yeah, and I bet you he was telling her like, tell these local bitches I don't give a shit about their little local award show. And so she was like, and I'm very grateful for this prestigious award. <laughs> she, like he's yeah. telling her. Yeah, she's tell like, these she, big local hoes. <laughs> she's like Bong did not just say <laughs> that this is a podunk rinky dink two bit <laughs> two bit horse pony town, show. Pony yeah. show. <laughs> but no, he seemed genuinely happy and honored. And there yeah. was that moment. I forgot which award it was. Maybe it was I don't know what award it was. Mm-hmm. But when someone else from Parasite was at the mic. And he was in the back mm-hmm. and he was like looking at his Oscar and he was beaming. It was like me looking Aww. at a dick. Was like, <laughs> it was, you know, I mean, if you haven't seen it, go back and look at it because he's, re- it's really sweet. He's like it's, beaming at this Oscar. It's cute. He's, a, he's adorable. I think that he's one of those people who's, you know, he has like the right perspective about the Oscars. Like the Oscars are a local award, but it also is like, it's a big honor. It's like the biggest the biggest award in the world. It's like Hollywood. It's huge. You just said it's local, and then you just said it's the biggest award in the world. Michael, I never promised you Rose Garden. <laughs> no, but it's, you know what I mean? It can be both. It, it isn't either or. It can be both. It's like, it is a local. It's very American. But in that same way, it's like Hollywood is one of the biggest film industries. I say one of the biggest because it's like, you know, Korea's film industry exists, Bollywood like, yeah. Bollywood exists so it's like it's huge and it represents something it's like old Hollywood and old movies and stuff so it, it's like it's a huge honor but it's also like it's just an award and I think that he understands that well and more importantly it can make you more money because yeah. you're like I read that Parasite is they're re-releasing it and I think in more theaters so it can bring you money which is the most important yeah. thing I mean I'm gonna go see it you haven't seen it yet? No, because I was too scared. Scared of what? I was scared of... Um, I told my friend this. I I didn't know what Parasite was, and everybody was like, go into it knowing nothing about it. So I like normally what I do is I read a movie first on Wikipedia, and then I go see it. And I didn't do that with Parasite, so I didn't know what was going on. And the poster really scared me. I got like a really kind of... It was like really creepy, and then I was... The poster scared you? Are you four years old? <laughs> The, it doesn't have like a demon on it. <laughs> no, but that dog looked really sinister. The dog has a sinister look in its eyes. And like their eyes are blacked out with black bars. Like what did the dog do is my question. I don't know. And I didn't find out. It To me, it seemed like a movie like Human Centipede. 
I was too afraid. Oh, yeah, no. It's nothing like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but my friend said it's, like, thrilling. So now I am scared that it's... Well, it's funny. It's, you know, and the but the thing that is bullshit to me mm-hmm. is that, yes, it got Best Picture. Yes, it got Best Original Screenplay. Mm-hmm. But it didn't get any acting nominations. I know. How can you say a movie is, like, the best movie when you don't nominate any of the people who make the movie... A movie. Yeah, it wasn't a great movie just because of its directing and writing and design. It was also a great movie because of its performances. So yeah, that was that was shitty. The Oscars might actually be like a rinky dink two bit dog and pony show. <laughs> when it comes to the acting yeah. categories. Yeah. yeah. So Parasite won the most with four. Nineteen mm-hmm. seventeen won three. Mm-hmm. And Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Ford versus Ferrari, which, who is fucking saying that? One, <laughs> two each. I thought 1917 was going to sweep it, so I... I mean, I saw 1917, and I was just like, I, I mean, sure, but who... I could see, like, old white men voting for it, mm-hmm. but it's like... I forgot what it was about as soon as I left the theater. Probably because I was asleep through 90% of it. But still, it's like, and plus, I'm glad it didn't sweep. And if you really need to, like, remember what it's about, you'll just go on Wikipedia and put in, like, World War One. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's probably a more thrilling journey mm-hmm. than this movie. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was just, like, forgettable. Yeah, it was like it was like Green Book, which won last year. And I, when I looked up the Green Book one last year, I was like, I thought it won in like two thousand and one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I was still shocked every time I remember that it won Best Picture. I'm always like, that's a mistake, like La La Land and Moonlight, right? Like that. So who really won? But yeah. no, it was Green Book. So as for the acting mm-hmm. awards, it was. Boring and predictable. Brad won, Renee won, Laura won, Joaquin won. So many shockers. They all gave speeches. So Brad won his first acting Oscar. Mm-hmm. He started his speech by shitting on the Senate for not allowing witnesses in Trump's impeachment trial. Mm-hmm. And then he told other jokes. But there's been a rumor that Brad hired a speechwriter for this award season. Right. Right. And backstage, he denied it. And it's like, stop. He definitely did. He totally did. Like, at the end of this speech, he said something like, Once upon a time in Hollywood, he that's the truth. You didn't come up. That was so cheap. Well, it was pretty cheesy, so maybe he did. Yeah, but it was just, no, because I feel like he would have gone, if he had, like, written it from the heart, it would have been even cheesier. Like, it would have been, like, I don't know. He would have said something like, Once upon a time in Hollywood, or... I can't even. Obviously, no, if he wrote. He would say, "Once upon trigger. once upon a time in Hollywood, pull my finger." Yeah, <laughs> you, you're right. But <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to write speeches. <laughs> uh, Joaquin's speech was like basically a vegan PSA. Yeah, it was like it was like those PETA posters where it's like, "What really goes on at KFC?" You know, like the people that hang outside of the mall. Yeah, it was that in mm-hmm. speech, speech form. form. But he ended it by mentioning a lyric his brother River wrote, and that yeah. was kind of sweet. When he was 17, my brother wrote this lyric. He said, run to the rescue with love and peace will follow. Thank you. But there were some people, I was on Twitter, I was looking at Twitter, up. and they had no idea that River Phoenix and Joaquin Phoenix were brothers. Are those are those like twelve year olds? Yeah, they were probably twelve year olds because I'm like, 
who were like on their parents' Twitter accounts. Yeah, and it made me feel like I should check into a coffin already because I'm so old and decrepit. I know that River and Joaquin Phoenix are brothers. Yeah, I, I did really like that moment. I like, you know what? I think Joaquin Phoenix has like kind of won me over. I liked his speech. Also, like I'm not... I'm not a vegan. I'm not vegetarian. I mean, I'm obviously not. I talk about McDonald's all the time. But um, I liked his speech. I think it was like, it was pretty, it was like gutsy of him to be like, you guys have to start eating vegan. Yeah, it was a little rambling. It was I mean, rambly for sure. Speaking of rambling, let's get into Let's Renee. get into, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I mean. Oh, Michael. Okay. Um, Obviously, I'm not telling you anything that you don't know, but for the listeners at home, as Renee Zellweger was giving her speech, I texted you. And when I was texting you, my mouth was like so, so far, like my top lip and bottom lip could not be farther apart. My mouth was agape. It was, that speech was four minutes long, by the way. Yeah. I, yeah, it was four minutes long. Four minutes. And I cannot tell you what she said in those four minutes. Well, I rewatched it today and okay. I st- Still don't know what the hell she said. Like, she name-checked a bunch of people and just rambled on, and it's like... When we look to our heroes, we agree, you know? Um, and that matters. Uh, Neil Armstrong, Sally Ride, uh, Dolores Fuerta, um, Venus and Serena and Selena, uh, Bob Dylan, Scorsese, uh, Fred Rogers, Harriet Tubman. I am not sober enough for this and neither is she it was just like Liza Minnelli spiked her drink oh I mean and I get like that when they win you know they want to like wow us with their speech but sometimes it's okay to be like thank you thank thank you to Kenny Chesney good night you know it's like and especially it's her second win just like that's okay yeah that's what drove me crazy was she was taking all this time and I'm like girl you won for Cold Mountain like you got your first speech out of the gate that your second speech is your thank you very much move along yeah like we don't need to hear you talk we don't need to hear you name drop sally ride and bob dylan and serena williams serena and selena (laughs) (laughs) also which selena do you think she was referencing do you think she's referencing the singer or selena gomez i hope it was the singer but selena gomez selena luna is who she was really referencing (laughs) A friend named Selena from high school. (laughs) Okay, so now let's talk about the overall show. Yeah. Uh, The ratings were an all-time low, by the way. Last year, almost 30 million people watched. This year, it was 23.6 million. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it was a shit show. It was kind of a mess. Like, the only thing I really loved was I loved the opening with Janelle Monae. That was a mess. It was a mess, but I loved it, though, because it was one of those things. The Oscars does this all the time where they will completely snub people, but then they, like, bring them back for the ceremony. So in Janelle Monae's opening, it's like all of her dancers were dressed up like Midsommar and Dolomite and the and Joker and I... Th- oh, I'll get to this in a second. But what I'm trying to say is they... And the Nazi. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say is I'm like... Why did they dress them up like Jojo Rabbit? They, those are Nazis. Yeah, like those dancing are... Nazis, like the, the producers. The one girl was whipping her ponytail around like she was at the fucking club in like 2001. And Sean Kingston came on like somebody called 911, shorty fire burning. Like she was like, 
It was working so it out. weird. Well, also like during uh, that opening, mm-hmm. Janelle Monae, you know, was calling out the lack of diversity and mm-hmm. calling out, you know, you know, calling out um, talking about women directors and all that. And, and I was yeah. like, I bet you the Academy told her to do that because then it's kind of like makes up. They think it makes up for them snubbing people. Yeah, and they definitely. It's one of those things where the internet will be like, "Wow, I bet she went off script." Like, I bet nobody knew she was going to do that, but it you know the Oscars was like, please make us look good. Yeah, like make fun of us so that Mm -hmm. it can be okay that we snubbed people because we acknowledge it, which it's like bullshit. Oh, it's it was such bullshit. That, yeah, that opening was such a mess. Also, when she first, like, when she first came out and then I saw, like, the people dressed as Joker, I was like, the person who is most happy about this is Rob Lowe because... He's no longer the messiest opening. Yeah, people people compared the Rob Lowe and Snow White opening to the, I still think the Rob Lowe and Snow White opening is worse. Oh, it's way worse. It's, it's way worse. It's way worse. It's miles It's amazing. Worse. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, this was, like, weird, but also kind of, like, forgettable. It wasn't that weird. I was going to say, at least, at least every six months, I go back and watch the Rob Lowe Snow White opening on YouTube. I don't think I'll be doing that with this opening. No, I mean, it was weird, but, you know, the whole, like, she dressed up like Midsummer, and then she was singing at people in the audience. I mean, it was weird, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't Rob Lowe and Snow White levels of weird. But I felt like, like, last year didn't have a host, and I didn't feel, Mm -hmm. and I felt that kind of worked. This year needed a host. It did. It felt really like, um... It felt like there was just people backstage, like, shrugging their shoulders, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Well, I think, like, the Iowa caucus people produced it because it was a disaster. Like, <laughs> like some, like, the um, original song nominee performances, some of them were not even introduced. So suddenly it's, like, Randy Newman. Randy Newman! I know. Randy Newman looked like he was there against his will. And I was like, does Randy Newman know what's happening right now? And is Randy Newman just trying to get this over with? Well, they didn't, they didn't like have someone come out and say, and here is Randy Newman to perform the song he's nominated for or mm-hmm. whatever. It was suddenly, it was just like, there's Randy Newman performing like uh, in these, Cause they, in yeah, these cause they, DIY clouds that some preschoolers made during craft time. Those and it was so like unorganized. Like well, they, uh, they put his name on the bottom at least or something. Like we don't know who the fuck that is. Timothy Chalamet doesn't know who Randy Newman is. Like, you need to... Billie Eilish doesn't know who Randy Newman is. She definitely doesn't know who Randy Newman is, no. No. But they, like, would announce other people, though. So... Yeah. You know, so they're like, well, here's Idina Menzel and all the Elsas, but then here's just Randy Newman. Yeah, and and Cynthia Revo, Harriet, they announced her. And then I don't think uh, Chrissy Metz, she did that Diane Warren song. Yeah. I don't think they announced her. So it was like, what the fuck? Well, also, yeah, I was watching it on a very grainy, large projection sheet, and I didn't know that was Chrissy Metz. Were you in a cave? I was in a bar. (laughs) (laughs) So kind of, yeah. 
No, but I had no idea it was Chrissy Metz. I was like, who is this singer? She's good. And then part of me was like, I think she's the girl from This Is Us. But I didn't want to say it out loud because I didn't want someone to be like, uh, Allison, not all fat people are the same person. They're not all Chrissy Metz. Yeah, they're not all Chrissy Metz. Like, so I didn't want to say like, oh, I think it's, I think that's Chrissy Metz from This Is Us. But it was Chrissy Metz. Okay, I didn't know she could sing. That's very cool. Yeah, and then, yeah, we had, you're right. Like, people who don't know who Chrissy Metz is would have no idea what was going on. No, you have to help out the watchers at home. And then there was the M&M thing, which was also a waste of time. Okay, you kiss, you speak for yourself on that one. No, girl, don't. No, no. Don't Michael, do this. No, girl, girl, listen. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was very excited when that happened. Okay, so so they uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, you know, introduced <laughs> this montage of like songs from movies, some that have won mm-hmm. Oscars, some that have not, and then Eminem came out and did "Lose Yourself." He won the Oscar for it in the early aughts. All of "Lose Yourself." Yeah, all of it in front of this like was it a cassette tape in front of a big cassette tape. Oh, it might have been. I mean, I know that he was singing off of a recording from a cassette tape. He definitely wasn't singing live. Yeah, it was horrible. I loved it. I loved why? every minute of it. You didn't think oh, you didn't think why? like this is Michael, such a waste of time. You're like, why, Allison? Why'd you like it? Listen, I grew up in the country and I'm white. <laughs> white people love that song. Yeah, but it's like from ten years ago to twenty years ago. It's like twenty. Seventeen years. years. Yeah, I think it's seventeen years. Yeah, and. We don't need to hear it again. I don't know. It gets you excited. Has it? Have you never been to like karaoke when someone puts that on? Well, okay. I don't mind the song. I think it's a good song. But mm-hmm. we're in the 2020 Oscars. I do not need to be watching this shit when they could be giving awards. Tighten this up. It doesn't need to be three and a half hours long. If you took out Eminem's performance, it could be shorter. Okay, I will say, I will agree with you on that, that it was, like, Eminem never performed that song at the Oscars. He didn't go to the Oscars. So they, I could see them being like, look, this is obviously one of the biggest, best original songs of all time. Um, Let's actually have him perform it live. He didn't get a chance. So I understand that kind of thinking. But also, I'm on board with you, where if I want to listen to Lose Yourself, I'm just going to listen to it. I don't need to see it on the... I don't need to watch it on the Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to rewind a little bit. Okay. Did you say one of the best original song winners of all time? Look, I was going to say the best, but I'm like, that's a bold statement. I'll say one of the best. Oh my god, who knew you were such an Eminem stan? Legitimate stan. When he he spits out those homophobic raps, do you rap along? (laughs) Michael, I know, I know Eminem has a very problematic past. <laughs> I, I acknowledge that he's a problematic person. <laughs> I, I get it. That's not lost on me. Okay, so that's why they ha- that's why they haven't performed because fans like you appreciated it. While I was like, let next. Yeah, <laughs> I, but it was weird because I was like, why? Why are they having him do this? Is it like they had Billy Eyelashes perform um, the In Memoriam? They she did yeah. the Beatles yesterday, and it was good. And then they had Eminem. So I'm thinking, like, are they trying to get younger people to watch? I mean, I don't know if young people like Eminem. Any, I feel like I feel like young people are like, oh, that's that guy my dad likes. Yeah, and I don't think young people watch the Oscars. They never will. No, it's only for like old bitches so. like us. I think yeah, it's true. I think that old people think that young people watch the Oscars. So then they put in people like they're so out of touch, right? Like I feel like a lot of Oscar people are like 
in their 80s. You have to think it's like people like Clint Eastwood is on like the voting academy or whatever. So he's probably like, what do young people like? They like Billy Billy Eilish and they also like that eight mile guy and they like uh Randy Newman sitting in front of clouds. <laughs> Let's get into the best and worst dress since yes. Allison and I, we are practically Vogue magazine mm-hmm. and a winter who. Okay, so best dress, I'll start Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. uh, Janelle Monae. That's an easy one. She wore Ralph Lauren, and it was silver. And I usually like ho-shit dresses, Mm -hmm. but this one was fully covered. It had a hood. Uh, She looked like the high priestess of a cult that worships Hershey Kisses. She looked like a come-to-life Hershey kiss. She was one of the first on the carpet, and everybody should have went home after that because I thought, I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, they're like, you can't compete. Um, She's also on my best dress list because, and the only notes that I put down here are, she looks like a princess and a villain and a robot in a microwave. Yes. She she looked so good. Yeah, she was perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, who's another one of your best dress? Okay, so another one of my best is was Regina King. So she wore this, like, beautiful pink, um, like, it was, like, very, very tight, and then it, like, came out of the bottom, and there was kind of, like, an army cape sort of thing, like an arm arm cape kind of thing, not, like, yeah. army print. And it was, like, all beaded. She looked like a very expensive Barbie, like, the kind that you're not, Limited like, edition? Yeah, and it, like, the kind of Barbie that, like, sits on, like, a white polished baby grand piano no it's the kind you keep in the box because it's gonna be worth tons and tons of money mm-hmm. in yeah but that's years. she's like best to me like again she was early on on the carpet too and i was like she's gorgeous like nobody else is gonna look this good okay one of my other best dresses was um zazie beats zazie mm-hmm. beats so she wore tom brown and it wasn't perfect so it was a two-piece black sequined cocktail dress but the waist had like car wash flaps. I didn't love that. But she wore this really hot diamond and emerald necklace and her hair was up. Like there was something very modern day dynasty about it. So that's why I loved it. It was very 80s looking. Yeah, it was like expensive 80s. Um, Okay, can I give you my third best dress? Yes. Okay, this is going to be a controversial opinion. Can I guess? Yeah. Kristen Wiig. Yes, you fucking got it. Yes. When I saw it, I was like, Allison's going to say that's one of her favorites. And it was almost one of my favorites, but I hated the train. And then when she was oh, presenting... The side, the... Uh, I her hate tits the didn't... Her chichis looked sad. They looked saggy, and I just... I hate, like, a figure skater nude illusion. Yeah, and it was, like, like black, it. right? It was kind of like a... No, it was, like, nude, but it was, like, had a bit of a black to it. So it kind of looked just, like dirty yeah that was not flattering so that's why i didn't make it one of my best okay she was she was i i'm willing to ignore that so she it was a valentino dress i would not have ever guessed it was valentino she looked like a mascot for a maxi pad company and i loved those leather um gloves yeah i liked that and i liked the hair i didn't like the earrings but i liked the hair and the gloves yeah, the earrings I could have done without. But in general, I just, I love a dress that's like very ornamental and sculptural and weird. Like she looked like, oh, you know what she looked like? Somebody who was invited to um, Lydia Dietz's dinner party at Beetlejuice. 
Yeah, that's what she looked like. Like a come to life used maxi pads that was invited to Lydia Dietz's dinner party. Yes, it was great. I loved it. Okay, my third best dress was Anthony Ramos. So he's he's going to be in the in the Heights movie. Yes, and And, didn't he like do a presentation thing during? Yeah, he did. I think he was in the audience, and Mm -hmm. so he wore Dolce Gabbana, which grown, but um, (laughs) yeah. It wasn't like a boring tuxedo. He wore a white blazer, and then the rest of the outfit was black. He didn't wear a bow tie, but it had some kind of scarf and this big jewel thing. I mean, it was totally tacky, but that's why I liked it. He looked like a butch prince. That's a very good description. So that's why I liked it. So worst dress. Okay. So my... um, my first worst dressed was, and this is hard for me to say because I'm such a huge fan. I hated Laura Dern's dress. I'm, that's one of my worst. It was okay. horrible. It was so bad. It kind of looked like, it, okay, it looked like the top was 1987 Oscars share, and the bottom was like 1999 Oscars Gwyneth Paltrow, which should technically work, but it just didn't. You know what? Oh, you know what it looked like to me. Okay, did you ever read Seventeen Magazine in the 90s and you would, like, specifically look at the prom edition? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I did. So it looked like those, like, um, there was, like, these prom companies where it would be, like, there's this one designer and it was called, her name was, like, Nikki Livas or Livas. It was, like, N-I-K-I. I like Livas Okay, so it's Livas. Nikki Livas. And that's what all of her dresses look like, was pastel and black. But it would always be, like, black, like, decorative, like, kind of dumb, like, tassel sort of things. Yeah, and it's, like, I love nipple tassels, but hers were, like, just sad. Well, because there were so many of them. It was, like, nipple tassels for, like, a stripper dog. Yeah, yeah. And to me, like, it looked like something a brothel madam would make her bridesmaids wear to her wedding if she hated her bridesmaids <laughs> yeah and that was like armani Privé, which i thought Again. it looked more like jessica mcclintock that's another that's another designer that was always in the 17 prom editions jessica mcclintock yeah so yeah mm-hmm. okay one of mine was sandra oh no you didn't wear that oh, oh okay we have the same one as well <laughs> we have this. so it was ellie yeah. Saab. it was horrible and i like over the top but Mm -hmm. i mean it was a mess it was a champagne color and had these big ruffled sleeves that look like shower puffs you just wanted to wash your ass with and then then it had like this bow at the waist and then all these ruffles uh, on like at the bottom of the skirt there's so much going on her (sighs) dress to me looked like if larry from the three stooges was a dress because you know how there was like the puffy frizzy things on the side of her arms and it was like sort of smooth in the middle yeah larry is the one who doesn't have the mushroom cut and he's not the bald one okay yeah i can see that yeah yeah let me get stoned and then i can really see it yeah you'll really get into it but yeah i hated it i thought it was i didn't like it and it also looked to me like a um knockoff peaches and cream barbie dress i love like I love ruffles. I love bows. I love that color. I love glitter. But when you put it all together, it was just like, it was too much that was going on. Yeah, it was a lot. So mm-hmm. what's your last worst dress? My last worst was um, Timothy Chalamet. Oh my God, we had the same worst. <laughs> oh my God, this is so great. I Timothy Chalamet looked like um, young Henry Hill from Goodfellas if Goodfellas was set in Montreal. And was a Nickelodeon movie. 
Y- yes, yeah. It was, that was the weirdest choice. That it was like a tracksuit. Yeah, it was a blue tracksuit. He wore Prada. It was a. Mm-hmm. It was basically like a parking valet's uniform. It was like a windbreaker with a white shirt, and then it had like a brooch. Yeah, that brooch. Okay, so you know how some things, it's like it. You know, it's it's cheap, but it looks expensive. His was expensive and looked so cheap. Like if yeah, you would ask really me cheap. to estimate, I'd be like, "That was nineteen ninety nine from Zara or H and M." Yeah, and because he looks like ten years old, he looked like the par- the attendant of the Little People parking garage. Oh it yeah, he just... like he gets in one of those like red and yellow little tykes cars, the like pedal cars with his feet. <laughs> He's like, "I'll get your car for you, sir." And that brings us to the end of our Oscar special. Mm-hmm. We'll be off next week because Allison is taking a much needed vacation. Yes. Well, not not yes. Like, I'm just, I'm very excited. I haven't been on like a beach vacation in 10 years. Yeah. And it's much needed. Trust yeah, me. I'm so excited. we'll be back the next, the week after mm-hmm. with an all new episode that will hopefully be Oscars free. Cut to <laughs> welcome to part two. Yeah. Of our Oscars special. Here's an update on Renee Zellweger. She further explained her speech. Here's our 12 worst dressed. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> if you want to send us a tip or have a question, you mm-hmm. can email us at dtp at delicit.com. So have a great vacation, Allison. Thank you, Michael. Till next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.